when the truth is now treason, a podcast that annihilates the lies but defends justice and truth, particularly the truth. Welcome to Truth Is Now Treason. Today's episode is brought to you by the word absurd. What do you mean by the word absurd? Well, you know how on Sesame Street the episode was brought to you by the number 7 and the letter C? It's that type of a thing. So this episode was brought to us by the word absurd. Yeah, we could use ludicrous or preposterous instead if you like. No, Mr. Thesaurus. We are fine just the way we are. Okay, then. I'm Dietrich. And traitors, I am Lennox. So Lennox, do words mean things? Obviously they do, especially when I'm talking. But not <laughs> not when Joe Biden or Kamala Harris are talking like we exposed back in Slip of the Tongue. Yeah, I agree with you completely. So if words mean things, then what's going on if somebody decides not to define a word? My guess is that they are trying to set things up so they can manipulate things to their advantage. And I'd say that's probably the case as well. So traders, what if a government decides that they are not going to define something, like a crime, for example, and there is a case like that. I know it sounds crazy, but if you don't believe me, look it up. We have the link written out for you. In the nation of Finland, they have decided that they will not define the phrase hate crime. Go to the link listed in the podcast episode description. It's the one that has the .fi in it. And it says this in regards to hate crimes. What is a hate crime? The Finnish law does not define the concept of a hate crime specifically. End quote. So the law in Finland does not define specifically what a hate crime is. So in reality, in Finland... I could do just about anything, and the government there could call what I am doing a hate crime. Does anybody see a problem with that? Because I do. If something that is a crime is not defined, then that word can be abused to mean anything the government wants it to be. And believe me, they are. Yeah, if you go on to their description of hate crimes, it also says this, and I quote, In principle, any act that is considered a crime in the Finnish legislation may be a hate crime. The motive of the act determines whether it is a hate crime or not, end quote. So as we said, anything can be considered that or labeled as such. These are Finland's laws being described by themselves and any crime can be a hate crime. And as we are going to show you, Finland has gone to the extreme where any action can be labeled as such. The end result is that the nation of Finland is abusing this term of hate crime and they're using it to punish a person in their nation who has not committed any crime at all, actually. So today we're going to introduce you to Paivi Rasanen, who the state of Finland believes is guilty of a hate crime. Finland wants you to believe that she is guilty of a crime that they have not defined. A little convenient for the state there, isn't it? Now, who is Paivi Rasanen? She is a person that's been in politics for a while. She is a longtime member of Finland's parliament. And she also has held another position called the Minister of the Interior. 
By profession, though, she's a doctor. So she is a very accomplished woman. This is a woman who's the very essence of evil. Everything she does destroys nations and brings the world to its knees. You thought Hitler was evil. You thought Trump was evil. You haven't seen evil until you've met Paivi Rasanen. <laughs> All right, Dietrich. What did she do? Hasn't the trail of carnage she left behind given you any clue? Nope. <laughs> so here's what Paivi did. In the nation of Finland, the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland is the main church. Paivi goes to a church of that denomination. The church that she went to decided they were going to sponsor a pride parade. So they helped set it up. They helped fund it. And she didn't agree with it. She didn't feel like the church should do that because of what the Bible says in regards to homosexuality. And so in a tweet that was aimed at her leadership of her church, she simply stated in a kind manner that she disagreed with what they did and gave her reason. And her reason was from a scripture passage from the Bible taken out of Romans 1 verses 24 through 27, which says, So God abandoned them to whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did violent, degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. And verse 26 goes on. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. So what we have in Finland is Christianity is against the law. To speak what scripture says is to commit hate speech. Haivi dared to stand for what she saw to be right, and now she must pay the price. Biblical Christianity must be demolished in Finland. So the nation of Finland is dead set that this must happen. Last year, Paivi stood trial for this very thing, and she was charged, and she was tried, and was unanimously acquitted by a panel of three judges back on March 30th, of 2022. But this was not the end of the line for her. This is not where the story ended. The state prosecutor appealed the ruling. The Finnish legal system allows prosecution to appeal a not guilty verdict all the way to the Supreme Court. So as a result, Paivi was forced to go back to court to defend her basic human right to free speech yet again. And we have not heard the result of this one yet. But this is what Paivi had to say about it. I can't believe that even after being acquitted, I'm on trial again for the simple act of tweeting about my beliefs four years ago. By continuing its campaign to censor certain beliefs, the prosecution is setting a dangerous precedent of intolerance against free speech. Now it is time to speak because the more we are silent, the narrower the space for freedom of speech and religion grows. If I am convicted, I think that the worst consequence would not be the fine against me. It would be the censorship, states Paivi. Yeah, she said that her concern in particular is for young people facing fears about what they can and cannot say in a climate of boot-on-the-throat censorship. She's fighting not just for herself, but for all of us, because the ramifications of this will echo far beyond Finland. How do we know this? 
Why don't you listen to this interview on NPR in regards to hate speech? This is something the left is drooling over. They would love to see what they call hate speech made illegal here in the United States. Justice Breyer, a couple of years ago, said publicly that perhaps we needed to think twice about that in an increasingly globalized world, and he was roundly criticized. But one might think that he was in some sense prescient. We may have to actually reconsider what counts as incitement in this day and age. We do want to limit speech because of what's about to happen and is very likely to happen is familiar to our law. And one could imagine that under some circumstances that might apply here, especially as technology brings such conversations closer and closer. Professor Feldman, thank you very much for talking with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, Noah Feldman, Professor of International and Constitutional Law. So as you heard, NPR, solidly on the left, sees it as troubling that the United States doesn't murder freedom of speech and make it so that the government can punish you for what they see as hate speech. And believe me, the government, our government, our current leadership has already censored speech behind closed doors. Fortunately, because Elon Musk bought Twitter, we found that out or else we would not even have known it. If you're wondering how, the Twitter files, the Twitter scandal, we talk about this very scandal on First Freedom episode one. And Matt Taibbi is testifying before one of our committees that investigate. And he's telling us this. If you want to know more, listen to that, because believe me, the left does want to make it illegal to speak, especially they would love to put truth is now treason in jail. (laughs) Well, obviously, because we're speaking truth. But going back to Finland, Finland's criminal code restricts free speech in the name of prohibiting hate. If you look at Finland's website that we pointed out earlier, it says if crimes are motivated by hate, they can also be called hate crimes. So then this begs the question, who gets to decide what is hate speech or hate crime and what is not? You could put together a thousand people and ask them all what hate speech is or hate crime is, and you'll probably get 400 different answers. What is troubling about all this is that all of our answers will be based on our biases. So if the state gets to decide what is hate, then they get to mandate how you are to speak. That's not freedom of speech. That's the opposite of freedom of speech. This is trying to get others to conform to your bias, forcing your will on others and not allowing them to express their opinion is the total opposite of liberty. And George Orwell said it this way, if liberty means anything at all, It means the right to tell people things they do not want to hear. The nation of Finland did not want to hear what God has to say about sin. And let me add here, the church today seems to only speak up when it's about homosexuality. And that's an unfortunate thing. Yeah, because there are more sins than just homosexuality. And we here at Truth Is Now Treason, we're not targeting homosexuality. We're targeting all sin because all sin is wrong. And God hates all sin, not the sinner, but he hates the sin. Lying, for example, I never hear people in the church talk about lying. It's like we accept that as the norm, but that's one of the Ten Commandments and God hates it. So we need to stand against all sin, not just one type of sin. So they made it a crime to repeat what God has to say. Now, what's amazing, we have seen this for over a thousand years of history, that there are so many people who have tried to kill God's word, and they can't. The more you try to strangle and silence God's word, 
the louder it becomes and the more influence it gets. Aivi Rasanan is a hero. It's a woman that I admire. She is standing up for all of us. This is a battle that must be won. It's a weak people who tries to silence those they disagree with. We are a nation so weak that we are full of people who cannot stand to hear a contrary voice. They need a safe space where no one else will say things that they do not like. They feel like opposing voices must be shut down. You wonder why there's no civil discourse in this nation or in Finland? It's because people can't stand to hear someone else say what they do not believe. And this is why it is so important that we constantly fight for total freedom of speech in the United States and everywhere else. Only the weak want to curtail speech. And maybe that is why the left is so in love with eliminating free speech. And I might add freedom of religion, because that's really where they're going. But they know their ideas can't stand up against scrutiny. And that is why they need to protect their ideas against any attack by demolishing these freedoms, such as speech and religion. I like what she says. I'm going back to that quote where she says, now it is time to speak. Because the more we are silent, the narrower the space for freedom of speech and religion grows. Man, that is so true. And I would like for you to do us a favor here at Truth Is Now Treason. Would you spend a few minutes, an hour maybe, praying this week, asking God, what can you do in this time period to help anyone who is being targeted for speaking truth? You know, asking God to help us defend it and know what we can do personally. Praying for these people that God will protect them. The more people that pray, the more that God's hand will move. Until Until next time, time, my fellow fellow traders. traders.